0: So, it's actually a really, really great time to start advertising if you haven't, or to so even start scaling your ad spend if you have been advertising.
1: Hey there, and welcome to Headway, a podcast by Catapult Lakeland where entrepreneurs share practical tools and insights so that you can continue to generate ideas and innovate as you move your startup forward. My name is Kristen Strabridge, and I get to work at Catapult, an entrepreneur center in Lakeland, Florida, that exists to foster the growth of startups by providing education, resources, and space. Today, we will be learning from Candice and Matt Gross from Yellow Whistle, an advertising agency that particularly specializes in helping e-commerce companies to share their story and generate sales through Facebook and Instagram advertising. Though they have been able to find their niche, Their insights apply far beyond the e-commerce space. They will be diving into topics like current Facebook trends, doing what you love, the importance of continual learning, and then even specific platforms that they use to regulate and test their customers' Facebook and Instagram ads. I hope you enjoyed this conversation and learn as much as I have from these founders at Yellow Whistle. Candice and Matt, thanks so much for joining us today. So excited to talk to you guys about e-commerce marketing and all the things that you're really good at. Can you start off by telling us a little bit of like a background on Yellow Whistle and what you guys do?
0: Yeah. Well, first off, thanks for having us. We are super, super excited. This is our first podcast interview. So I listen to podcasts all the time. I've always wanted to be able to be a part of one. So this is super exciting. Nice. Making dreams come true. Yes, yes, thank you. (laughs) We started Yellow Whistle in May 2016, so almost exactly four years ago. And just to give some background on Matt and I, before Yellow Whistle, I had worked in television at Viacom Media and in marketing as a video producer for a local production company and then in the educational space. And then Matt had been working as a worship leader for several years at our church. eventually a media director so we had never really thought about entrepreneurship that was never really something that we were pursuing at that point point. Until we went and we got our mba degrees in 2014 and at the time i was working at my university and in the marketing department and part of the benefits was being able to get a master's degree for free so we were like why don't we just take advantage of this just try it out we'll knock it out in 14 months and see what it does for us that point when we were taking our master's degree our eyes were really open to business and to this whole new world of things that we had never really ventured into and we really started to dream about this company that we wanted to have and so in 2016 we took the leap and we kept the focus of our business mainly on video production because that was what our background was in at the time and it didn't really seem like a major risk in that moment because matt was maintaining his full-time position in the yeah. church. So it was mainly me kind of stepping out and mm-hmm. and I had built some solid relationships in the city. So I was able to get some, some work pretty easily and supplement my income. Um, so we just started making little marketing videos for businesses around town, a few wedding videos here and there, and just really dabbled in a lot of different things just to see what do we like, what do we enjoy doing. And now that we're a few years in, we're a team of four. And we've completely shifted our business model to become a digital advertising agency that specifically helps e-commerce brands grow their online stores through advertising campaigns on platforms like Facebook and Instagram. So way different than what we were doing when we first started. But at this point, we've been able to help over 100 e-commerce brands around the country. And we absolutely love what we get to do every day. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, we work with a lot of different kinds of entrepreneurs, lots of different products that they're selling, a lot of innovative products. So we can look back at 2016 and think that was probably one of the best risks that we've ever taken and one of the best decisions
1: we've ever made, really. Yeah. That's awesome. I didn't know all of that about your history, so that's <laughs> fun for me. So like you mentioned, you've kind of found your niche. So you started off and you've done a variety of things. Can you speak to the importance of finding a niche and how you guys did that?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So like we said, we started mainly offering video production services because that's really what we knew. That's what our background was in. But in December of 2016, we went to a first business conference and we had our first one-on-one mentoring session and that really shifted everything for us. It allowed us to uh, just be encouraged to offer more marketing services than just video production, and uh, to really be able to service our clients better and fuller. So that really hit home with us, and that allowed us to take a next step and to do something a little bit differently. And uh, in 2017, we came across a different business mentor, and they had built a really successful digital advertising agency specializing in Facebook and Instagram ads. And we really knew there was a lot of potential for us to tap into that as well. And so we hired her to come and teach us everything she knew to do exactly the same thing. And um, that mentorship really gave us a framework of what we needed to scale into that industry and not be dependent on where we had to film or like having to be in Lakeland or anything like that. It just allowed us to create a business that we wanted to give more freedom to ourselves. So from that point, we've kind of started niching down to a specific type of business owner because we, we kind of saw that there was a bunch of different things out there that we could have done for Facebook and Instagram ads. And we were doing a bunch of different types of niches at the beginning, trying to find people services, doing leads for people, but we really found that uh, e-commerce was what we really enjoyed and it allowed us to uh, give a very powerful marketing message to clients.
0: It's very visual. It allowed us to tie in our video production services as well. Mm -hmm. And it was fun like getting to see all the different innovative products that people were coming out with and wanting to promote. And like he was saying, it really allowed us to be specific with our marketing message. And that's why a lot of our clients end up working with us is because we're specialists. So there's a lot of agencies out there that are kind of marketing generalists. And we knew that if we could really niche down and say, we're specialists with Facebook and Instagram, and we only serve online stores, it was a lot more powerful with our marketing. So once we started doing that, our sales process really optimized because people saw why we were different. And so that really served us well. And we encourage our clients too, to figure out how can you niche down, who are you serving that specific? Because if you're serving everyone, you're serving no one. Mm -hmm. And so it helped with our marketing, but then it really helped us to tie in the video production like we talked about, really tie in the visualization of their products and being able to feature their products really creatively. So yeah, it definitely helped us. And I think our business went to the next level once we did that. Mm
1: -hmm. I love how you said, if you're trying to serve everybody, you're serving nobody. Because I feel like I talk to a lot of entrepreneurs and I'm like, so who's your customer? Like, I'd love to help you get connected with your customers. And they're like, anybody who (laughs) likes to breathe. And you're like, that's great. That's not super helpful.
0: Um, Yeah, that's not going to work
1: for you. (laughs) But it's interesting. Like, it seems counterintuitive that narrowing in on somebody can help you expand your business, but it's encouraging to hear that that was helpful for you guys.
0: Yeah, Uh, absolutely. And it's not like you can't expand at one point mm -hmm. because adaptability is one of the values in our business. So we know that in the industry we're in, we're constantly having to adapt and pivot and change. So right now our focus is on Facebook and Instagram, but Mm -hmm. overall we're a digital advertising agency. So those platforms are working really well right now, but we know in the future, it may be a different platform. You know, we know TikTok is up and coming there's a lot of different platforms that people are going to start shifting their attention to so even though we've niched down to this we know that at some point we may have to add on a new platform, and just make sure that we're always relevant. But specializing is the key for sure.
1: Yeah, very cool. But you just mentioned that you specialize in Facebook and Instagram. Are there any special trends that you're seeing right now that could be helpful just to mention for other entrepreneurs who are trying to figure out marketing right now?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So a statistic I came across recently was that Facebook ad costs are actually down by 60% right now. And Shopify stock is actually up by 14%. So, what that's saying is people are actually at home shopping a lot more than they usually are, which I can relate to. Matt can relate to. Um, We're constantly shopping because there's nothing else to do. So, that's what a lot of people are doing right now. And through the pandemic and through the changes of what's been happening, I think initially people were really nervous, not really knowing how this was going to affect their business. But then we started seeing those statistics pretty early on. Um, So, our clients are actually performing their ads are performing a lot better than they were before the pandemic because Mm -hmm. people are shopping and they are spending their time looking for products that will solve their problems while they're at home. So Mm -hmm. it's actually a really, really great time to start advertising if you haven't or to even start scaling your ad spend. If you have been advertising, but you want to take advantage of the opportunity right now.
2: Yeah. And I think one of the trends of Facebook and Instagram in general is just to be relevant to where, everyone is so like right now everyone is at home right now everyone is dealing with the same problem you know and so just being relevant in your ad copy and your creative like understanding like what is the problem that they're at right now and how can you fix that as you know an e-commerce brand
0: but i agree i think that's something that you always have to keep in mind being an advertiser is almost like being an expert in culture like you Mm -hmm. have to know what's happening around you so that you help your clients adapt their marketing message to reach people it's really just reaching people where they're at with products that will solve their problems
1: Mm -hmm. yeah very well said And I can say I'm a victim of the shopping more than ever right now. (laughs) My Instagram ads. I would never have bought this if I wasn't scrolling through Facebook and saw it five times.
0: Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
1: So a lot of people are pivoting right now. A lot of traditional retail businesses are looking to move online. Do you have any like tips and tricks that you would share that people should consider as they're making that shift?
0: Mm -hmm, Absolutely. The first question we ask people if they're just getting started with advertising campaigns is if they're traffic ready, because the last thing that you want to do is invest all of this money in paid ads and your business isn't really ready to convert the traffic. So we're not, you know, website conversion rate optimization specialists. We're just advertisers, but we do ask people, what is your website currently converting at? and the industry standard is about two to 5%. So if potential client comes to us and their website's converting at maybe 0.6% or 0.5, that's a potential bottleneck and they could potentially be wasting a lot of money on their ad spend. So at that point, what we do is we recommend website conversion rate optimization specialists to them to help make sure that their website is really optimized and it's in a place where when they're sending the paid traffic, it's ready to go they're going to convert that traffic and get sales and be profitable. So that's really the first thing that I think people should look at is if their website's fully ready. Another thing is in order to really be profitable with your Facebook and Instagram ads, it helps to have an average order value of over $30. And that's just because of the standard costs that you're going to see with Facebook and Instagram. If your AOV is lower than that, it's going to be hard to have a solid return on ad spend and that's really the goal if you're advertising is you want to be profitable. So sometimes when we have a potential client come to us and maybe their average order value is $10 or 15, we try to encourage them to come up with some sort of bundle offer so maybe they can sell three products in one and that increases the average order value so they'll have more return on the back end. So that's another thing that can help people prepare for advertising. And then inventory issues Matt sees this a lot because he helps oversee yeah. a lot of our Ad strategy.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of different things that factor into it, but really like if they have inventory issues on the back end, then that's going to affect whether or not our ads are going to perform well enough or we're going to have to pause our ads at some point because they can't fulfill. That's even if they have cash flow issues, that's going to hinder everything because it's going to take money to make money.
0: And then some of our clients that have been really successful too, it's because they they know what their hero products are, they know what their best-selling products are, and that makes the testing process go a lot smoother because we're not necessarily having to test hundreds of products, all these different products, we already know what works really well for them. So if you've sold, say it's just in retail, but you know that this specific item works really well, even in retail, start with that item when you're running your Facebook and Instagram ads for the first time. Even if it's just one, start with one or two products, put most of your ad spend there because that product is validated. And then as you grow, as you're profitable and you have more budget to reinvest, then you can start getting creative with testing some new products. And that's just a way for people to save money initially and um, invest in the areas that they know will probably be the most successful for themselves at first. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think a big part of it all, like what we suggest is just having a good testing budget. And by testing, what we mean is just having a lot of creative, a lot of copy, different hooks, different audiences that you're able to test out through our campaigns. That's what we like to do for the first four weeks of going live with our clients and and we we just like to say like don't assume anything, test everything because you never know exactly what's going to work. And so we we test a bunch of different audiences, we test out what's going to possibly going to work um, with lookalikes, with you know interests, testing anything that we think could possibly work, and then dwindling down, optimizing, seeing what's actually working the best, and then trying to scale them from there.
0: I think it's important not to give up too soon because some people will advertise for about a week and they're shocked that they're not profitable yet and we tell our clients don't expect to make money the first few weeks like you have to test you have to build that solid foundation of data so that you can make informed decisions moving forward. So that you can optimize for profitability and you can scale your revenue knowing that you're going to get a solid return. So, and the testing process never ends. You may test and then Facebook has a massive change to the platform Mm -hmm. and you got to test some more. You have to adapt. So it's always just being willing to test and take some risks creatively too. Um, There's been times where we've thought one video would outperform another and it didn't. Mm-hmm. So you just have to test and be willing and open to to seeing what the audience actually wants.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm like over here thinking about ways that we need to be doing this better for Catapult. <laughs> like we just throw stuff out there and hope it works. Let I me mean, know if you need help.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we're always testing on our end too for ourselves. Yeah. Like one thing that works last week does not work this week. Yeah, I mean,
0: we get basically 100% of our clients through our own Facebook and Instagram ads. And so what was working before the pandemic happened stopped working. And so we had to shift our ad copy to basically speak to how the pandemic is affecting online stores, that online shopping is actually going up and Facebook ad costs are going down. And that was something that we just had to go back into testing phase and then found what
1: was working for us again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Being willing to keep adjusting the copy to meet where the consumer is, is really important. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. So talking practically, are there any technological tools that you guys really like or that you would recommend to others to check out for these types of things?
2: Yeah, definitely. I think, I mean, obviously, like on our end, we use a lot of different things, but I think it's already been said in other podcasts like, you know, Asana and Slack, Slack and <laughs> those. Love like, those. So we, yeah. So we don't want to keep going on about those, but so we we're trying to think, you know, on Our client side, what we usually recommend for them as like an e-commerce brand coming out, like we think Shopify is huge. So we recommend that to anyone who's going to be advertising on Facebook and Instagram, uh, mainly just because it really integrates really well with Facebook and it's very user-friendly. So we think, you know, if you can get on there, if you haven't already been on a web platform, we recommend that one. And then Flexify app is also an app that you can use on Shopify, but it's a really great app for product catalogs. It allows you to run catalog sale campaigns. It allows you to target customer base on the products that they've actually interacted with on your site. So anytime that you see something where you're on Facebook or on Instagram, and then you see some different products that you've recently like viewed or clicked on or added to cart, That's kind of what that does. And so it allows those people to just remind you to come back and and purchase those again. And another one we use is called Yotpo. um, And it's an app also on Shopify, but it allows you to collect customer reviews. So you can build social proof, gain trust when you're advertising to people. It just allows them to really understand like there are other people that are buying
0: as well Mm -hmm. yeah and then some other pretty cool tools we like to use on a day-to-day basis when we're building client campaigns uh, one is called facebook audience insights and it's a tool that's in business manager you can go to business manager at business.facebook.com and that's where you'll access this tool but basically it enables really precise ad targeting so you can enter a company that may be your competitor so say Spanx is very similar to your company, and you wanna see, okay, if, if customers are interested in Spanx, what other brands are they also interacting with? And then it can help you create a list of potential interest targeting mm-hmm. for your campaigns. It's really, really powerful. And then another one is called the Facebook ad library. You can access that at facebook.com slash ad library. And you can use that for competitor analysis. You can basically search for any company and see what ads of theirs are actually active. Mm-hmm. So what are they running? So you can look at their ad copy, you can see what kind of video creative they're running. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's really powerful because it enables you to really see what's out there and see how competitive you need to be with your ads. It might just give you some creative ideas. So we use that for our clients and then if, you know, if someone's DIYing their campaigns, they can use that too to get some pretty good ideas. Mm-hmm. That's
1: interesting, I feel like I've been interacting with Facebook ads for a long time and didn't even know those things existed. So that's really helpful. Thank you. Good, good. And then kind of closing us out earlier, you mentioned you listened to a lot of podcasts, but you've never been on one. So congrats. You made it seem like you're a natural. You guys are pros, Thank um, you. but what are maybe some things that you're reading or listening to right now that you would recommend to other entrepreneurs?
0: Yeah. So there's this book, we actually just started reading through it with our team during staff meetings, but it's called Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. It's amazing. I had heard him on a podcast before, but I had never actually read through the book. And he talks about using the seven different elements of great storytelling to grow your business. And basically mentions how every day most business leaders are making the mistake of not explaining clearly what their company does, which costs them money. And he has this whole framework which basically takes you through how to use story to really clarify your message and connect with customers. And that's something that we try to do for our clients and throughout their ad campaigns is use story very effectively and to speak to them, not speak at them. So his framework has been really really, really great to read mm-hmm. through and, and to try to implement on our end. And then another thing is the
1: full focus planner. I don't know if you've heard about this. Um, have you, do you do this? I Yes. I bought one this year at the beginning of the year and then I couldn't get into it. Now that I'm home, I'm like, I need a planner. Someone help <laughs> me with my days. Yes. Right. I love it. Tell us about it. So no, it's right. funny.
0: I did the same thing. I bought it and then I got a little overwhelmed in the beginning because it's, it's very elaborate. So I didn't use it for a few weeks. And then, um, earlier or a few days ago, I was like, I need to dig into this because I need some motivation and it's been great. So you basically go through your daily routine. You choose the three biggest items that you need to accomplish for the day. And then it's really helped me just get across the annual goals that I want to accomplish again, because we did that in the beginning of the year. And then it kind of got away from us. You get busy. Um, It's not in front of you on a day-to-day basis. So you just kind of start to forget. But in this planner, it has you write out what all of those goals are with the smarter framework and ha- habit goals as well, which you have to mark off every day to make sure that you're actually accomplishing them on a day-to-day basis. It's been great. I'm a few days in, so it's I'm still kind of new to it, but so far, this is exactly what I've needed during this season of life to keep me motivated. Mm-hmm. So it's been awesome.
2: Yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. Like outside of, outside of that, like We've actually, I don't know if you've heard of Masterclass, but we've uh, really recently started watching some of them and we loved it. It's just like a one-time payment that you can make and then you can have access to any of the courses that are on there. But some of the ones that we've really enjoyed have been a uh, Sarah Blakely with Spangs, <laughs> like we said earlier. <laughs> uh, she talks a lot about like entrepreneurship, how she built her company from the ground up. Gave a lot of good advice. Bob Iger from he was the former CEO of Disney, and so we were able to get a lot of wisdom from him about like good leadership practices over the years of experience that he's had. And then uh, there's one that was actually on advertising uh, from Goodby and Silverstein. They like came up with the whole got milk. A campaign back in the day um they were talking a lot about their insights of advertising as a whole but one of the cool things that we took away from them was um the biggest risk in advertising is to stay invisible and so like we've mm-hmm. you know been pushing that with our team pushing that you know to help people to understand you know on our side like advertising like if you're not being risky in advertising like if you're just staying like invisible you're not doing anything and mm-hmm. so we've We've loved a lot of those, you know, it's just, it's fun sometimes just to be able to take a step away from work and just really learn and, and yeah. have something that you're able to do outside of the norm. I'm even like randomly going into a, uh, one that's it's a masterclass with Timbaland and it's him talking about how to make beats and how to do like <laughs> electronic production. And so like, uh, it's just fun sometimes to get outside of it and to really just learn.
0: Yeah. Just get the creative juices flowing. Like even if it's something different than advertising
1: or business, just gets you creative. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's really important. And I've even feel like during this time when for me, like I'm not driving into work. I mean, I live a mile from Catapult, but like there's time there that's saved or I'm not going all these different places. It's important to use this time to continue to learn and grow. So it's cool that you guys are doing that through masterclass and reading and stuff. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's definitely helped to keep us motivated because it, it can be tricky working from home and there's times where we enjoy it, but you tend to kind of lose that routine and you kind of lose inspiration a bit, especially if you're an extrovert like me, you're not really seeing people. So it's been one way to just kind of keep us inspired and motivated and still excited about the future. And when a lot of this craziness wraps up and we get to go back to normal life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys, thanks so much for taking the time to do this. I learned a ton and I have a lot of things that I'm excited about going and learning more about after this call, but super appreciate you guys doing this and all the insights that you're always willing to share. And just thanks for being a part of the Catapult community. You guys make us better. So we appreciate it.
0: Thank you. We had a blast. Thanks for thinking of us. We Mm -hmm. feel super honored and hopefully we'll get to see you in person soon. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I hope so.
1: I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to this conversation with Candace and Matt. Honestly, their commitment to testing their assumptions, adapting their business, and continuously finding new ways to learn and grow is super inspiring. You can learn more about Yellow Whistle by visiting their website at Y-E-L-L-O-W-H-I-S-T-L-E.com. That's only one W. We will be back soon with more insights from entrepreneurs in our community, but make sure in the meantime, you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to stay up to date. And then I mean, while you're in the neighborhood, we mind if you wanted to rate us too. Until next time, keep making headway.